Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. Todd, we're past hump day. We're on to we Thursday. I hope, Thursday. I hope we're, we're all having a great week here. If things have gone well, Todd, you're going to be, I like talking about future Todd. Future Todd. The Alaskan frontier. I'm very much while someone's watching this video could very potentially be fishing in Alaska right now. Yes. Yeah. Kind of weird, yeah. weird to think about, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something else that's kind of weird to think about, Todd. <laughs> Why would a product owner ever cancel a sprint? <laughs> well, this is a great segue. I'm getting better. That, <laughs> yeah. uh, that correspondence well. broadcasting class is really <laughs> paying off. <laughs> Mine clearly isn't. I'm working on my segues. I'm working on my segues here. Working on the announcer voice and how to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would a product owner cancel a sprint? Tell us more about this, Tom. <laughs> so, you know, I like the question uh, first to call great, out here. So, yeah. Great question from the comment section. So thank great you for question. that. Great question. I, I think it's it's cool to see, too, that it says, why would a product owner cancel a sprint? Because yep. a product owner is the only person that or they, they they own that the keys to canceling a sprint. Correct. Right? Yep. So they, 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 they're the person that if you're going to cancel, that makes the call on canceling it. Um, but there are a lot of reasons to cancel a sprint. Uh, I, you know, I'm just throw throw one out there. Um, your, your team's in the middle of a sprint and realizes that the sprint goal is no longer worth it. The sprint like goal, uh, the sprint goal is uh, is something that no longer wants uh, uh, requires an investment, or the product owner doesn't want to invest anymore. So cancel because the sprint goal is obsolete. What else you got? Yeah, so I've seen this in the past twenty years about three times, and so what I want to highlight here is this is not a lever that, as a product owner, we would pull very often. Um, and, and all three times were related to some kind of merger or acquisition where we had bought a company that had a tool that we were already building, right? So we this merger or acquisition happened. We, we purchased a company that had a better tool or a more complete tool or it was already integrated enough. And so we canceled that sprint because it doesn't make sense to keep building something when you just bought something. 
but we we shifted our efforts over to now integrating with this acquired asset right and so we still kept sprinting we had to go back and you know do sprint planning and get re readjusted and pull some of our new friends that came over in the merger onto our teams and so there was some rework there but you know we canceled it because it didn't make sense to continue you know this was not an excuse to switch out scope i've we do not use it that way sprint yeah. cancellation is it's expensive it's disruptive mm -hmm. you know remember when a one sprint ends the next begins and so if you're going to keep working you got to go right into sprint planning it's just it, it it's not something you want to do without a lot of consideration right so this you know if you're going to renegotiate scope just renegotiate scope but if, if the pre, if the sprint goal doesn't make sense anymore if it's simply impossible um, to achieve our overall product goals, I think it would make sense to cancel a sprint. Um, just when it no longer makes sense to do this body of work, it's a mm -hmm. great, that's a great reflection moment for a product owner to have. And if they make the call, they get to cancel the work. Yeah. I, I, I like, I want to just pull again on one thing that you said there, Ryan, is that it is extremely disruptive. This yep. is the exception, not the rule. Between the both of us, I think we've only seen this three or four times combined yeah. where it made sense. Um, so I, uh, I think it's, that's a really important to call out, um, that, uh, it's really disruptive to a team. Yeah. And I, and I really want to highlight it. The focus is on achieving the sprint goal and whether or not mm -hmm. that still makes sense. That is the primary question. Everything else is secondary to that. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. So we hope that's clear. Let us know in the comments. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Um, if you have follow-up questions, this is a great topic area. We love talking about these, these kind of, uh, these pieces that they kind of get lost, that kind of get confused. So let us know if we can clarify any further, yeah. uh, perhaps you have a new question, drop it in the comment section. We love pulling these episodes straight from the comments, uh, all this week. We've only answered your questions, which has been awesome. Um, keep them coming. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. Keep them coming. Let's, uh, switch over to the end plate. There it is. Check out the socials, like, and subscribe. Check out the videos below. That like and subscribe is really important. If you've ever thought about how could we help Brian and Todd to keep the podcast and the shows and all that stuff going, you don't. we don't need money. We just need likes and subscribes, although money is good too. But like and subscribes <laughs> right now are even better. So hit that like and subscribe. That helps us know that you're getting value out of the show. Uh, continue watching below. And, uh, you know, we hope that uh, that that sprint cancellation information helps and product owners. Uh, it is your, uh, it is within your authority, but use it wisely. Uh, have, go forward, build great things. We hope you're not canceling any sprints today, but if you are, um, good luck with the disruption and we will see you tomorrow, which should be Friday. Todd, I hope you're catching a billion fish. I hope future Todd's doing well. All right. See you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.